0: Welcome to another episode of Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two friends recap, review, giggle, and snark about a new romance novel each week. We're back for the final installment of Tiffany Reese's Men at Work series, One Hot December. This one ticked so many of our boxes, with a Jewish hero, a badass, tough heroine, a hilarious little old lady, and all the frank conversations and red-hot sex we think a good relationship needs. Let's dive in.
1: Okay. Hi, Erin. Hello, Melody. (laughs) How's it going over there? (laughs) I'm okay. How are you? Pretty good. You're lying, though. You're not okay.
0: I'm I'm sort of not okay. All right. Let's, Let's just fess up, shall we? It's been a hard week for me. And for not really any like s- specific life reason, um, life is good. Life is the same as it has been for a while. Podcast is awesome. You know, I feel I feel fulfilled in a lot of ways. The problem, however, is that we just had a not even dramatic. We had a, a cold snap.
1: Oh, yeah. Shut up, Alaskan. <laughs> I can't with you. How how cold was it exactly? Melody? Okay, it, you know what? Ooh, I don't. Twenty even, was it? Ten. Oh
0: okay, it's currently forty-six degrees.
1: Oh, go fuck <laughs> yourself! Oh my god. <laughs> but it's gonna get down to thirty. Oh my god. Years. When you had said "cold snap" before, I assumed it was like twenty degrees. Go. <laughs> die I'm sorry I didn't mean it but like
0: and I was gonna
1: make fun of that like that is what I was going to make fun of
0: no when you said 20 and then 10 I knew I had to be honest because. (laughs) okay here's the thing I understand the problem is that I am not a cold weather person at all and when it happens especially especially if it goes from like fairly warm to like all of a sudden I I suffer from some probably very mild seasonal affective disorder, but it's enough to wreak havoc on my daily life, in my humble opinion. Um, Like, I don't know. So I know my... Michael thinks I'm insane all day today. Like, let me let me talk to you about what I'm wearing right now. Okay, it's 46 is, degrees outside. Is it
1: a outside. full winter coat? Because I can see a winter <laughs> coat from here. Almost.
0: I'm just gonna go go through the whole thing with you. I'm wearing compression socks, <laughs> um, workout leggings, fleece pajama pants over that, full-on boot slippers, a hoodie, a fairly lightweight hoodie, and then a complete. Fleece lined uh, and down vest, and that is what I am wearing for forty six degree weather. Michael like wants me to go to the doctor because he thinks like something's wrong with my circulation or something. Who I the think fuck something's knows?
1: wrong with your heater in your house. You know, no, like, listener, no. Melody lives in a house with walls and. <laughs> I don't I don't understand. Are you like No, we your also new have space heaters kind of- in
0: each house in addition to gas heating. Like I'm a mess. And I've it's been it's been a week where I haven't wanted to get out of bed at all. It's been a week where everything seems just a touch overwhelming. Whenever ember like needs something especially early in the morning i get irrationally angry and then the only thing that like gets me to be my regular mom self again is seeing him and then picking him up and like smelling him and remembering that i biologically love him as well as like emotionally love him (laughs) like Mm -hmm. it's been a weird week and uh, i just have to say thank you ever so much for being such a badass friend, because you, I feel like, have been holding your tongue a lot this week in ways (laughs) that uh, were necessary for me, and I appreciate it.
1: (laughs) What's funny is, like, I didn't know any of this until we sat down just now, but, Mm -hmm. like, I sensed it. Like, I could feel it. I could feel it in the text this week that something was up, because, like, Maybe Wednesday came and went and I didn't see a trailer go up on oh. iTunes. And I was like, I wonder if Melody is, you know what? We'll just let this be a trailerless week because it seems like <laughs> Melody just needs her space right now.
0: Oh man. Yeah, sorry for the late trailer listener. Yeah.
1: Like Derek Novak, I could sense that you were no. in trouble oh. all the way from in Alaska. And again, I didn't do anything about it, but That's I, right. I could sense it.
0: <laughs> I like it. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm, I don't, and, and, like, winter is coming. Actual winter is coming. Let's review. I may not Which, live in Alaska, but I live in Winter has done been
1: here since, like, October 10th.
0: You know what? I don't, I don't voluntarily live in Alaska, so. Bullshit.
1: Bullshit voluntarily. <laughs> the United States government said, "Aaron, you will go to Alaska.
0: You had a choice between upstate, like, bumblefuck New York Where it is colder than here. It is colder
1: there than here. There is
0: more daylight, though, because that's the other problem. As soon as daylight savings, whatever, I hate, I hate. Can I just talk about my hatred for daylight savings? If I could see daylight savings time and the Electoral College abolished in my (laughs) lifetime, I would be
1: a very happy person. You know we just lost a listener. Like, we had five and one just, one just stopped listening because they were like an electoral college fan. They were like, mm. well, I like romance novels, but they just got political. <laughs> was- you don't have to agree with me. You can still listen. Can I, can I ask you this? Do you have a lizard yeah. lamp? Are you laying under a lizard lamp I, for 20 I minutes a day? I don't have
0: a lizard lamp.
1: You need um, one. They actually work. I know this. I'm an expert on three hours of daylight per day. And you need to be taking vitamin D. Are you taking vitamin D? I am. I am. Are you taking it with a fat? No. You need to take it with a fat. What? Why? Miss lactose intolerant. It doesn't <laughs> absorb into your body unless you eat a fat with it.
0: Holy shit! I so, have no idea. Yeah.
1: Eat an almond or something.
0: Done. I don't and know done. what. I
1: don't know what fats you eat. Cause you, <laughs> uh, I, I, all my fats are from cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Lots and blocks I was gonna of say, cheese.
0: I was going to say basically all of them, as long as they're not lactose-based. Those are the fats I eat.
1: Yeah, I don't know any others. I could
0: take a swig of just uh, just olive oil. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, there you go. Um, I could have some, some yummus with it, some hummus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Uh, almonds are a great idea. All yeah, right, cool. but you Why need to so... like
1: contemporaneously be eating a fat when you take vitamin I had D. I no idea. Yeah.
0: All right, so what's new with you, Erin? I'm wagging my eyebrows um, at Erin right now. <laughs> can
1: you tell? <laughs> I, can. How ca- I can. How can you tell? It's so subtle. <laughs> um, I got... Listener, I got eyebrows tattooed onto my face. I got a face tattoo, like a badass, yeah. this week. Yeah, she
0: has a face tattoo now. Okay, so here's the thing that you didn't know about Erin before now. She was born 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 without
1: yes. eyebrows. Born. Yes. Or I guess everybody's born without eyebrows, but like you know whenever they that's were true. supposed to grow it didn't happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, which I actually didn't notice at all in the beginning of our friendship. Mm, probably because you were also wearing glasses full time, like mm-hmm. Like dark glasses full time, but so yeah. In the past, what year? Wait, you've let's just be clear. LASIK like dark, dark
1: rimmed glasses. Like I wasn't like walking around I mean. with transitions lenses or anything like that. Like I had dark rimmed glasses. <laughs> I just want everybody to know.
0: That's true. She is not All a right, transitions okay. wearer. P.S. We just Thank lost you. another listener. Who no, wears no. Lenses. Listen.
1: You know what? You know what? Let her go. Let her go. I don't. It is two thousand seventeen. Let her let her live her life, you know what? Or maybe somebody just found out like, oh, is it twenty seventeen and I shouldn't be wearing transitions? Maybe we help somebody out. Maybe we're maybe we changed a life just now. Anyway, yeah, so I didn't have eyebrows before. Now I do. Um, but they're they're like very dark. Like I'm I have lightish hair and um, now I have black eyebrows and they that won't heal for incorrect. another like two weeks.
0: No, they're just, yeah, they're just healing and they're not black. They're a really, really lovely shade of like light auburn. It's it's weird though, like it's. I mean, it's really good. They look amazing, um, mm-hmm. but it is it is really interesting to not have to read your facial expressions from like the wrinkles that happen in your forehead. <laughs> oh, that's, thank you. That's what. Oh no, that's what I. I have a lot of those too because we're very expressive people. <laughs> it's
1: fine. It's fine.
0: But like that's how I. That's a lot of times how that would happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I would have to watch the overall. Like way that the shape of your face changed instead of just uh-huh. like getting the cues from the eyebrows anyway oh yeah they look really good yeah it's exciting thank you so the one thing I will say about this week is that uh I did not let anything get in the way of reading this book <laughs> <laughs> all right that's that's for fucking sure um all right we have decided to be one trick ponies no that's not true we're we not we're decided... not we just
1: like them <laughs>
0: we, do. we decided just to finish up the men at work series because we wanted uh holiday books and we knew that we would probably really like all of them yeah so... we knew that they
1: were winners listen we read her halloween treat because i googled halloween romances and there's not very many and i saw the title her halloween treat and i thought this is going to be terrible and ridiculous and you know what It wasn't. It turned out to be great. It's just a crazy title. And then when our Thanksgiving book fell through, I saw that she had a Thanksgiving one, and I was like, let's get on board. And here we are with the Christmas one. It just, Tiffany, sorry. (laughs) We read all three.
0: You know what? Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. I thoroughly enjoyed all of them, Miss Reese. Thank you so much for your hard work and your dedication (laughs) to our enjoyment um, okay, so can I just say that this is actually, I think, my favorite heroine of the three. Really? Yep, I think so. I yeah. liked her the
1: least, I think.
0: What? She's so badass. I mean, yeah, maybe she's I like... just liked how badass she was.
1: I guess we'll get into it, but I, I, ugh. she made a lot of choices that I was just like, "What are you?" I don't oh, know.
0: Oh, all right, let's get into it. We okay, so we've got one hot December
1: one hot december we've got our hero is ian asher a man at work yeah he is the uh heir to a construction company but he hasn't always just been an executive well he's like the the boss at the place where our heroine works
0: yes and and he um he did airing right i just verbed that and i'm not going back
1: mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: He learned, he worked his way up the ranks through a couple of different companies and learned he hung drywall. he did all the he did some framing, he did all the things. Uh, yeah. and then at some point he took over to become the executive of this construction empire.
1: Rah. He wanted to do every job before he told other people to do those jobs. and that, my friends, is leadership you don't That's know correct. what your subordinates are doing, you can't lead them. Good job, Ian Asher. Also, like, you were talking about the names in these books. Like, uh-huh. just another kind of, like, so our heroine is a welder at the construction company named Veronica, quote, unquote, Flash Redding. Everyone calls her Flash because she's a welder. Yeah. Um, and his name is Asher, like, ashes. Like, they're fucking uh-huh. ashes. And, yeah. you know, kind of like in the Thanksgiving one where it was, like, clover fields and greens and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. great names. And she's a welder. She's very small. She's got bright red hair that she's chopped short in kind of a punk way because it, otherwise it, like, fucks with her helmet, gets caught in her helmet if it's too yeah. long. Um, and she's got the nickname Flash because of Flashdance.
0: Which I thought was incredibly
1: charming. Yeah. And so I didn't get the 80s references in her Halloween treat, but I am all on board for Flashdance. Are you? Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Absolutely. And what is it? it Jennifer was... Beals, Jennifer Beals, something like that.
1: That just doesn't. She was doesn't... in
0: Flashdance, and I think that she was also in, um, the L Word, which is my favorite. Oh, you know, she... lesbian it's title.
1: definitely the same woman that's in Flashdance mm-hmm. and the, the L Word. I'm just not super sure of her name. After we said Shana Woody, I'm just a little bit wor- wary of saying names on the podcast. <laughs> because right. that was like not even close. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So. Oh, yeah. And also, the way that she saw Flashdance, she said that her mom wanted to show her, like, all her favorite movies growing up, and she showed her Flashdance. That's how I saw Flashdance. Only I was, like, 10 or so, which, too young for Flashdance. Ooh. By the way, it's probably why we're Mm. sitting here. And Ah. my dad, my father, right? Yeah, the look of horror, right? (laughs) Was, like... Let's watch this movie, which he had already seen, so I don't know what he was thinking, because he was like, there's a figure skater in it, and I grew up figure skating, and it's like mm, 90% strippers, and -hmm. there's like one scene with the figure skater where she's like trying out for some special competition or something and she falls and dashes all her dreams and then she has to be a stripper for the rest of her life and i'm like dad this is not <laughs> i don't know because <laughs> I, I distinctly remember sitting there and like the the heroine and flash is like giving the uh giving the main guy like a toe job under the table like do you remember this no I ever... yeah about that. she like Whoa. goes to the restaurant and she takes off she's wearing this like sexy tuxedo menswear thing and she takes off the jacket and it's just a dicky, just a dicky. so it's like just barely covering your nips and like everything else is out and i'm just like what's going on is that a you can just wear like a bib for a shirt like i don't understand (laughs) and then she starts like giving him a foot job under the table and i was just like what's going on what's going on there
0: that's (laughs) incredible
1: yeah thanks dad in in my dad's defense, he, like, gave it to me to watch. I don't think he actually sat there and watched it with me, or else I believe that we wouldn't have made it through some of these scenes. Just putting it out there oh, for everybody. man. So the first scene, we've got Flash. She goes into Ian's office, and they're doing, like, some flirty, flirty-ness. They're she's doing like, some hate flirting. Yeah, yeah. But it's kind, it's like... I hate you, but, like, I want to fuck you sort of flirting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And they kind of allude to, like, that one night. So clearly they've had at one point some kind of one-night stand. And the way they are alluding to it in this conversation is, like, it was this, this meaningless sex, but it was, like, really good sex. And she's kind of, like, taunting him over it, would you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then she quits her job. She's like, I'm walking out. I'm not your welder anymore. I'm going to go be an artist and I'm going to go work for
0: Clover, Clover Green. Green.
1: <laughs> she's going to go work at the uh, greenhouse with Clover and uh, Ruthie, which is kind of If you
0: recall, Clover was needing an assistant manager.
1: Yeah. And so she's going to go do that and then ma- mostly concentrate on her art. And then Ian, in this moment, Who's like this, like, he's like sexy suit guy, but he has kind of like longer hair than he should for a sexy suit guy. And that's that's all of my buttons. Like, I'm ready to go. Uh And he's like, (laughs) oh, no, she's quitting and she's going to like walk out of my life. So when she never
0: see her again.
1: Right. So she's like walking out to the parking lot with her like box of shit or whatever. And he's all like and her hot brown leather jacket oh, yeah, she's got, like, a cool truck. You're right. She is really cool. Like
0: She's badass. Yeah. Yeah, just
1: objectively, like, from the outside on paper, Flash is the coolest he- heroine, for sure. Like, style-wise, job-wise, attitude-wise. Yeah. Definitely, for sure. But he, like, follows her out with her box of shit, and uh, he's like, you know, I've got some welding I need done. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: Flash, I bought a Swiss chalet fixer-upper on the mountain. And I was wondering if you could come and do some welding for me.
1: Yeah. And she doesn't take any of that shit. She's like, it's a chalet. Like, there's no such thing as a fixer-upper chalet. Like, that's not...
0: (laughs) So good. Um, And then we switch to his perspective, right? And he... Then we learn that the night was not meaningless for him either. Mm -hmm. He was all about that night. And he he hated having to... Break it off, I guess.
1: Right. So we learn kind of from both of their perspectives that this night was... Uh really really meaningful it was more than just like the best sex ever that it had the tension had been kind of building at work and building and building and they went out for some kind of work party and then they just like attacked each other afterwards and were just like, nom, nom, nom. like <laughs> that oh, was a great that was a really sexy mm, voice that was it?
0: super sexy <laughs> I mean Aaron, you're just pushing all my buttons over here <laughs> nom nom nom, nom. <laughs>
1: Well, okay, so, like, at the bar, they just were, like, right. on each other yeah, they and were then, eating like, faces. on yeah. each other on the way home. And, like, as soon as they got back, she's, like, giving him a blowjob against his door. Like, it's right, just right. on. And that it had been, like, feelings-wise, though, building for a long time for both of them. But neither of them really said that to the the other one. And then right afterwards, he broke up with her. Right. Which I mean, they keep calling this a breakup, but it's kind of like a non-starter. He was just kind of like, "That's going to be a one-time thing," and I'm your superior, and we can't do this.
0: Sure. I mean, to be fair, she does. She never says you broke up with me. She says you dumped me. Right. And I, I, I will allow it. I will allow it. So he's like, "I need you to do some welding. Why don't you come up to my fixer-upper chalet now?" Right. Do you want to ride with me? And she's like, no, I can drive my fucking self. I've got chains if I need it. Like, whatever. So they drive the 30 miles up to the chalet and walk in. And then he's trying to show her around and be hospitable and be friendly Mm -hmm. and joke. And she's just not having it.
1: Yeah. At least not verbally. Right. Because she's pissed. She's pissed that he dumped her because she was all in. And he was like, no, that's a one-time thing. And he maybe used some wrong words when he, he was like, someone like me can't be with somebody like you, I'm your superior, that kind of thing. And she took that in a you're a lowly welder sort of way. and
0: Right, you're blue-collar, I'm white-collar, my dad's a state senator, <laughs> which we obviously can't be together. That's hilarious.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know if this is bougie of me, but, like, state senator was not something, I wasn't like, woo. Maybe that's, no. because, I, maybe that's because I come from, like, a pretty podunk area where it's like <laughs> the state senator is just like, you know, Jim. You know, like, <laughs> it's not like... <laughs> <laughs> Um, You know, the state representative is not a big deal. But I don't know if, if Mount Hood, that's like a thing. I don't know. Not but they are like super rich. I don't.
0: Yeah, they're very, very rich. Very successful business-wise.
1: Yeah, so um, he shows her it's a fireplace grate that he wants to have welded together that's broken. And it's made out of – it looks like it's ivy. And he kind of shares with her in this moment that um, his mother – His mother and his father broke up right after he was born and then she died. And so he never got the chance to know his mother and she's been kind of this mystery to him because his father won't talk about her and hasn't shared with him like who his grandparents are or anything like that. And it's been kind of this um, wall around his mom that his his father won't tell him about. And she had, since she was kind of cool, when she was Mm -hmm. a teenager, she rebelled and changed her name to Ivy. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I think the fireplace grate kind of reminds him of her and he wants it fixed.
0: And meanwhile, it's um, exactly in the style of the type of art that Flash creates. She likes to create um, organic-looking pieces out of um, metal. She does flowers so, mostly. Yeah, yeah, she does a lot of flowers and and um, vines and things like that. So her response is, "This is this is a work of art, and an artist should fix it. I would love to fix it." But they also learn more about his mom because does he volunteer that she was Jewish or does I think so. oh because they yeah because he was explaining why they broke up. He was like, "My my dad's family is very Catholic. Her family right. was Jewish." And so the families hated everything about their, um, their being together, and they really allowed that to sort of pull them apart. Right. And so Flash then realizes that um, she was like, <laughs> oh, so you're Jewish. And he's like, what? <laughs> um, not realizing that it's, it's a, a matrilineal legacy, so he's like, wow, I didn't know that about myself. I just learned that about myself. Um,
1: and she's like making fun of him. She's like, oh, do you suddenly have a bagel craving? Like, yeah. like these <laughs> kind of like Jewish stereotypes. It's kind of cute Do you suddenly
0: funny. Do you suddenly hate me for asking
1: if you have a bagel craving? <laughs> right. Yeah. Do you have one? And do you hate me for that joke? It was good. Um, and then he kind of tells her that he wants to be friends with her. And maybe they could just kind of like, hang out as friends after the and he's kind of trying to find an avenue to be your boyfriend but he doesn't want to kind of out with it so he's like do you want to maybe start a friendship and she's like god no fuck this guy like I do not want to be friends with him like clearly like being she has this great line about like there's nothing worse than being friends with somebody who you're in love with it's, well, you have feelings for, Yeah, you have strong feelings for. Yeah. It's like either you're hurt all the time because you want something more, or you're using that person to try to get something more. And that's either it's hurting you or it's hurting them. It's like, there's yeah. no way around it. So she... Well, and can I just say that this
0: was actually really, this spoke to me because I cannot tell you how many friends, as well as myself, like after a, after a breakup have been like, no, I don't want to be friends. I have... Yeah. Really incredible friends uh-huh. don't need more friends, don't particularly see you as a good friend candidate. So, we're either going to bone a lot or we're no longer going to speak <laughs> like that. Mm-hmm. There's not really an in between a lot of times,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. So, he's think, crushed, yeah. Um, so yeah, she says, I don't want to be your friend, and then he's like, Okay, well, you know, that he starts to talk about like paying her to do the work mm-hmm. on the great. And she's kind of like, oh, well, maybe um, you can pay me with sex. Because, <laughs> like, she doesn't – she'd really like to be in a relationship with him, but she, at, at the least, would really like to have sex with him again. So she's like, yes. all right, let's do a barter system where we have sex X number of times for hours worked on the grave. Yeah. And this really offends him because he's like, no, I don't just want to have sex with you. Like, what are you just using me for my body? They're like, this is bullshit. Um, so she kind of storms out a little bit. She gives him a business card of somebody who he can call to do the work on the grate, And he give her a good price, give him a good price if he like drops her name and she kind of storms out of there.
0: Yeah. So I, this role reversal really tickled me actually, you know, cause the stereotype is the guy always wants sex. The woman wants the relationship, like blah, 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 blah. And it's a little bit different here because they both want a relationship, but don't know how to make themselves vulnerable enough to say that
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, but I, I don't know so this is sort of a this is sort of a, a, a mini tangent the other day I was thinking about the phrase feminism is the radical notion that women are people and uh, there are it's like a it's a multi-layered phrase right because you know women are not just objects women are blah, blah 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 but one thing that I think is really overlooked a lot of times is like women are sexual beings. Like people are sexual beings, and therefore women are too. And like, yeah, I don't see why she wouldn't want to have really, really, really great sex. Mm-hmm. Like, have like a friends with benefits kind of situation with this guy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just really enjoyed it.
1: Okay, so she storms out. She gives him the card. So then she's driving home and she's like trying not to cry because she wants to be his girlfriend and she just totally ruined it. And she's probably never going to see him again. And she goes home and that's when we meet Mrs. Scheinberg. (laughs) Did you like her as much as I did? Um, Of course I did. There is
0: nothing I love more than an excellent side character unless it's a geriatric excellent side character. Oh, my God. I love little old ladies so much. Can And I she ask was you? such a good one.
1: All right. So we've got Kira from her Halloween oh, treat. Oh, shit. We've got oh, Ruthie no. from her naughty holiday. Oh, and we've got Mrs. No. Sheinberg from her hot December. Don't Sophie's choice me. Yeah, I want to know because side characters are kind of your thing.
0: Fuck, man. You want me to rank them?
1: Well, yeah, that was my idea, but now I'm kind of thinking, "Fuck Mary Kill." But no, go ahead and rank them.
0: <laughs> fuck Mary Kill could be good. Okay, we're gonna go with Fuck Mary Kill. Here oh we God, go. you're gonna <laughs> fuck Kira. You're I'm gonna, gonna marry fuck Ch- Kira.
1: Poor Ruthie. I'm gonna fuck Kira
0: so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Ruthie. You know what? I can't fuck Ruthie. She is underage. She's age. underage.
1: You can't so, do it.
0: Sorry, Ruthie. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to marry Ruthie because she's Rick! got a ton of potential. You no. know what? Mrs. Scheinberg has had a really fucking good life. She and has. And if, if she looked at both Ruthie and Kira, she would be like, it's my time. She would. She These would women need, need to flourish and bloom. So uh-huh. you're going to have to kill me.
1: Yep. If I ranked them, though, I think I liked Ruthie the best. Because as a pagan, it spoke to me, and I hear that. I just think that we didn't get enough Ruthie in the second one. That's true. She was absent for,
0: but what yeah, we she was, was absent good. for. I mean, it was really good. Yeah, yeah. The fact that she just casually tossed around the word goddess really just hits me mm-hmm. where I live. Yeah, which is also why I'm marrying
1: her. So, <laughs> all right, okay. So, Mrs. Get Schaumburg. ready, child
0: bride Ruthie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna wait for her to come of age? You know what? I don't know. It's, it's, uh. Oh, no. It's, uh, <laughs> isn't it en
0: vogue to uh, attempt to marry? Well, 16 is legal in some states, I'm sure. No, of course permission. I'm going to wait for her to come of age. <laughs> I can't Jesus. believe we're in this
1: conversation. <laughs> I'm sorry. I let us here. All right. Oh, what so, times we live in. Uh, Flash is bringing Miss Sheinberg some <laughs> Christmas cookies. Yes, which she has to smuggle without her. Yes, yeah, son some knowing illicit Christmas cookies, yeah. which is the best kind, frankly. Because Mrs. Scheinberg is Jewish, her son does not allow her. Her it's son, judgmental. who just sounds fucking awful, does not allow her to eat Christmas cookies because he feels like she's being a bad Jew. So mm. uh, Flash has to bring them to her, and, and then she has to hide them. So they eat Christmas cookies together, and they talk about ian and like clearly so they're best friends which i just i love it they're (laughs) so cute everything about them is so cute yeah flash has already told her about ian and they talk about it and basically mrs scheinberg is like you're an idiot you shouldn't have stormed out of there you should have taken his friendship why are you she even tells her about the sex barter and she's like you wicked woman like (laughs) (laughs) i love it um yeah and then mrs scheinberg talks about how she's already googled ian (laughs) <laughs> and that he's handsome. Let me see here. Oh, here's here's what Miss Scheinberg says. Oh, and we didn't say So she was a riveter she in was World a, War II. Yes. And she, she's just a fantastic character. There was some other like really cool fact about her, and I don't remember what it was. She was a,
0: well, like, yeah, so, she was a riveter in World War Two. Well, she's always, she's still to this day, incredibly stylish. Oh, that's what She always has her is. makeup fully done. She gets mm-hmm. her hair done weekly. You know, nails are always polished. She's, she's like the, the 1940s pinup, even to this day, as much as she possibly
1: can be. All right. So she says about Ian, I googled him. Handsome, very handsome. Nice face, nice hair, and nice eyes. Big shoulders, good, strong neck. I loved Dr. Scheinberg's neck. I like to nibble it at stoplights in the car. He'd drive home a little faster when I did. (laughs) Then Flash yells, Mrs. Scheinberg. She waved her hand, poo-pooing Flash's shock. Don't be silly. We were married. Sex between a husband and a wife is a mitzvah. And oh, it was a mitzvah with him. (laughs)
0: Oh, it was a mitzvah
1: with Dr. Scheinberg. I just loved it. I love how sex positive she is. Um, So So then they talk about how maybe Flash should do a mitzvah for for Ian because she was so mean to him. Which is a blessing. Right. A mitzvah is a blessing or like a good thing, a good deed. And so
0: then she helps her get out um, and polish her menorah because it's about to be Hanukkah, I think, the next day. Yes. Yes. And... um, Flash starts asking her questions about the menorah, and she's like, you know, are there any rules about it? Like, can you just, like, get one for a person or what? And she says Mm -hmm. it just needs to be well-made and, I think, given with love or something like that. And so Flash gets a really nice idea
1: that she's going to weld him up a menorah because she just found out he's Jewish. And so Mm -hmm. she... Goes home and does this, and she makes it out of, like, she does ivy in the shape of a menorah to honor his mother, which is where he gets his Jewishness from, and then she decides she's going to bring it to him, which, this is where I lost Flash a little bit. Did you? (laughs) Yeah. Here's
0: the thing. I was so cold this week, I would have broken and entered somewhere had had the choice been break and enter or wait outside i would have done it
1: she has a car i mean she's not it's not like she walked up for so what happens is she goes to his house and it's cold outside so she ends up just kind of like breaking in to give him Mm -hmm. this menorah but like the woman has a car like just sit i know it was a
0: little it was a little weird but but i think it also speaks to how comfortable they are with each other and how uh i'm grasping at straws yeah uh (laughs) It was a it's weird a little thing to rough.
1: do. So she breaks in and he's in the shower. So she decides to sit in an armchair and face away from the bathroom in case he comes out in the buff. But
0: still in his room, like didn't wait mm-hmm. in the living room. No. Didn't. No. No, no common areas for Flash. <laughs> no. Flash
1: is going straight to the boudoir. Right. <laughs> so she waits from there. He's a little bit weirded out that she's broken into his house um, So he keeps being like, why are you here? And I don't know if she's nervous or just weird. She keeps, like, not telling him for a long right. time, and I don't right. know why. And it comes off as, like, when you – honestly, I listened to this first, the first time through, and then I went back and read it because I felt like I'd missed some things. So when I listened to this conversation where he keeps being like, why are you here? And she keeps being, like, just, like, deflecting the conversation, listening to it, I was just like – bitch get out of his house like (laughs) you're fucking weird like listening to the conversation I was like this woman is off the chains crazy reading it it was a little bit cuter
0: yeah because I read it only and I did not get weirded out uh as much as that at all or or really at all
1: if you listen to it it's 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 a lot stranger I think Mm. of her um. So yeah, she eventually is like, "I wanted to give you a gift," so she just kind of shoves it at him and walks away. <laughs> and he's like, "Are you gonna like wait and watch me open it?" And she's like, "Are you into that?" <laughs>
0: I <was> like, <laughs> "It's really cute."
1: <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah." And then you know he opens it and he likes it, and they light the menorah together. Like she shows him how to light the menorah with like the the big candle. I don't remember the name of the big candle. Yeah, they on the Google menorah. it. And yeah, they, make they it Google happen. it and they yeah do it. So then they start talking about, like, feelings
0: yeah, and, and what um, happened
1: their breakup. And basically what happened was he, so after, so when they made out in the bar, another one of the employees from the company saw them making out in the bar, took some pictures of them leaving together. And this was a guy that had hit on Flash before, and she kind of, like, rebuffed his uh, advances. advances. And he basically threatened to blackmail Ian if and his dad his state, senator, <laughs> state father. senator father it's just not that big of a deal like i just feel like anyway whatever um he tried to blackmail them and then he kind of had no choice he called the company lawyer and was like what do i do here and the company lawyer was like there's really no choice here you gotta you gotta break it off with her or fire her or fire her because they described this several times as flash had played some minor pranks on people in the company However, um, the (laughs) pranks themselves are very clearly, to me, fireable offenses. There's a lot of destruction of company property. One of them is, like, she welds all their lockers shut. Like, that seems like a very difficult thing to fix. Mm -hmm. You'd have to buy all new lockers. Like, that's thousands of dollars and have them installed. Like, this is not little shit. Like, she probably should have been fired. Anyway. Oh, yeah. So, basically, that was it. And he he didn't want to fire her, so he had to break up with her. I mean, she's a little miffed because she thinks he could have handled it better, i.e. telling her her what was going on.
0: Yeah, because in her brain, she's like, I would have quit my job. That's how important you were to me. Like, easy. That would have been an easy decision. I would have quit my job and had more time for my art and, uh, you know, the whole
1: thing. Right. But um, he didn't. And now they're here. So after she kind of like, you know, understands it a little bit more. And also he used some shitty words when... What are you doing? I'm Shut sorry.
0: He, uh, I'm, just, I'm just pushing things down is all.
1: Melody has taken the whole collar of her winter coat and rolled it into itself. You know just what? No, take off mind. the coat, Mel. Like, no, I'm understand. not taking it off. Okay. There's
0: no fucking way this is coming off. <laughs> so anyway, So once
1: so she, so she understands a little more why he said, when he said, I'm your superior, somebody like me can't be with somebody like you what she heard was you're shitty and i'm better than you but he meant i'm your boss this isn't okay like i clearly have a lot of power over you and i shouldn't be with somebody who i can fire which is completely true don't sleep with your boss so
0: totally true this This happened to a good friend of mine
1: She started sleeping with her boss and he started, it was, it was real, real bad. Like he started being emotionally abusive toward her. It was awful. Mm. And then she couldn't do anything about it. He basically started stalking her and it's like she couldn't do anything because if she told anybody she would be fired. So don't do that. Don't sleep with your boss. Um, okay. So then she kind of talks about her childhood, her mom and her, she didn't have a dad, her mom and her moved around a lot. That's why she's, I guess, so weird and breaks into people's houses and can't (laughs) have straight conversations with people. That's how I took it. So then they decide they're going to forgive each other and um, they're going to be together.
0: Well, kinda. They decide to go to Pound Town. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then like they decide later
1: Right. Well, together. that's what I meant. Like, be together sexually. Oh, like, oh,
0: yeah. He
1: kind of yeah, does admit here, have I have feelings for you, but I will have sex with you if that's all you want, just sex. And she doesn't really say I have feelings for you, too. She's just kind of like, yeah, that's that's good. Well, they yeah, both say, sex never mind, her. they do say I have I have strong feelings for you, but they're just going to have sex for now. And he's, he says, I have strong feelings for you, and she's like what kind? Anger? Fear? You know, that kind of stuff. And he says, attraction, fascination, adoration, affection, erection. And she goes, <laughs> she's like, is erection an emotion? And he says, it's definitely a feeling. <laughs> Which I really liked.
0: Well, and this is when we learn that mm-hmm. they um, they bring out the best in each other. Oh, yeah. Because apparently, when they first got together, she, they were in the elevator up to his house and um and she was like let's play a game you tell me exactly what you want me to do and i do it mm-hmm. he was like this is an interesting game like how how like who wins mm-hmm. and she goes like, that's the best do. thing about this game as long as both of us play we both win mm-hmm. because she's really into being submissive and he learns in this encounter that that he really likes being dominant and being in charge. And so actually, I I really, really liked this sex scene, mm-hmm. especially since there was no kissing.
1: Yeah. here. Yeah. Okay.
0: It was so, a little
1: odd for me, but I really
0: liked it yeah. because of that.
1: I was just like, I'm sitting on my plane, which <laughs> <laughs> I, I think only one of these books has not been read on a plane. Nice. Um, But she, so they're they're deciding they're in, in sexy town now. She's sitting on the floor. He's sitting on the bed when they're having this kind of deep conversation about their families and stuff. And so now she knows it's kind of like her move because he's been like, yeah, I want to be with you. So now she's got to do something. And it says, she started to stand and Ian shook his head. You know better than that, he said. And Flash lowered herself to the floor. And I was like. Oh, it's on. I didn't it realize so that this was going to be on. this kind of book, but it's clearly I on. I like it. And so then she was crawls great.
0: over to him.
1: Yeah. And uh, gives him the blowjob of his life. It was great. Mm-hmm. She is quite skilled. She's quite skilled at giving blowjobs. Um, a lot of times romance novels don't include long blowjob sequences. Mm-hmm. I like um, that a lot. I do, too. Um, yeah, so...
0: I also liked that I think I'm right here, that in this in this scene, she did not climax from penetration, right?
1: Oh, and, I didn't notice. Uh,
0: and then I think it, at some point in this book, she does not climax during penetration. And so he has her flip over and he goes down on her until she climaxes. And this is after he's totally done. This is after, like, you know, traditional heteronormative men would be like, well, I have ejaculated, (laughs) so sex is adjourned now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is not
0: not how it happened. And I really, really liked that because let's review. Mm -hmm. Sex is not just penis and vagina we should mm-hmm. all look at sex to be everything that leads up to it and all of the all of the things that can happen other than penis and vagina
1: mm-hmm. Ugh. yeah and i i really like that she she likes things that usually in a traditional romance novel women are not super into like she mm-hmm. really likes him ejaculating on her back which i feel mm-hmm. like is something that is usually not Something women are like ooh la la, and, and right? Totally, is, especially in the Harlequin romance novel. Mm-hmm. This one's a Harlequin, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're Harlequin all Harlequin blades. Okay, yeah. So yeah, the yeah, only I super dug all of it. Yeah, I dug this whole sex scene except for one detail. Mm. Black sheets. What are you doing, man? You can see everything. I thought the same
0: thing. Every drool pool, Uh every like particularly sweaty night, like every puddle of every other kind that happens when one is a human sleeping on sheets. Uh Don't black sheets are a terrible idea. Yeah. Just awful.
1: I if you go home with a man and he has black sheets and they're perfectly clean, you're like, ah shit, this Duke is a virgin. If they're not perfectly clean it's like gross i can see all the stuff like there's no winning with black no. sheets anyway just wanted to put that out there <laughs> so then she goes uh, home because yeah. he so wants she does to stay, over, stay
0: but she's like it's too soon i would i would just fall head over heels in love and i can't get my hopes up like that so bye yeah so she goes um, home and she goes and visits mrs
1: Scheinberg. she can't sleep cuz she's old <laughs> She's right. like, I'm awake. She's like, What's wrong? And she's like, I'm old. That's why I can't <laughs> sleep. I just loved it. Uh, let's see. What do they talk about this time? Crap. Oh, I know what. So basically, Mrs. Scheinberg tell when when she goes home and she talks to Mrs. Scheinberg. Mrs. Scheinberg's like, Stop playing games with him. If you love him, you got to tell him. If you want to be his girlfriend, yes. you got to tell him. That kind of thing. So she's like, Right to the point, ready to go. And then the next thing is they go on a date, right? They go on the dinner date to the bar?
0: Yeah, so she shows up at his house again, and they have more sexy times, right? And then he's like, well, so now what? Like, round two? And she goes, well, I was promised pub food at a brewery, so that's right. what I would like to do. And they go out, and this is where, like, he starts feeling really good about just, like, them being out in the world together, mm-hmm. and... Is this where she's a little insecure about it? or Yeah, she
1: starts thinking like, okay, we're at this pub, he's wearing jeans and like, I don't I don't remember what he's wearing, but he's probably wearing a Henley shirt because that's what like they all black. wear. No, yeah. it's mm-hmm. a black shirt. It's a black long sleeve shirt. Oh, is it a tight long sleeve black shirt? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, it's super hot. I don't know. I'm imagining a waffle Henley. Anyway, so <laughs> they're eating or whatever. And she's like, this is okay. Like, he's kind of like, looks a little rough, and I look a little rough. We're just chilling at a bar. Like, we could be together, even though he's like a multi millionaire. Like, it's okay. And he's thinking the same thing. Like, we're just two people out at a bar. And then it's kind of later that they start talking about maybe her insecurities over yes. that. I have a question about this pub scene What is yeah. Portland ketchup?
0: <gasps> i forgot to google it because i don't actually know. you don't know
1: you grew up there no.
0: no i grew up in southern oregon there is a big difference
1: oh i'm sorry i just i don't know okay so she tells him that she wants him to be her art muse um and she wants to like make some art inspired by him so she leaves again the next morning his dad well, comes he over. asks
0: her he asks her to do something based on his mother right he wants something that is, you know, he can sort of remember her by. And and in that moment in the book, I was like, is the menorah not enough? But okay, sure. <laughs> All's well that ends well. But I was like, listen, you needy fuck. You got a beautiful, ivy-laden menorah. And that's not going to remind you of your mother? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Oh, also at that dinner she has two beers and he's like you want a third and she's like no I have to have sex later. You know, like if I'm having sex later, two's my limit. And I am on board for that. I don't know. I'm so on board for that. She's only like 23 or whatever, but I've hit 31 and more than two beers like I'm falling, I'm going to be asleep. All right. So then the next morning his dad comes over wants to go skiing. They have a conversation about how like maybe this isn't the type of girl that is going to be good for him. And his dad handles it I think actually pretty good. Like Yeah, I like, do too. It's his not, the worst. not offensive at all. No, he's just kind of concerned like, hey man, and you know, other than
0: the fact that he's like uh, a 50s yeah. very
1: white, very
0: privileged man. Like, he definitely comes from that perspective, but his relationship with his former wife and the mother of Ian really helps him come around quickly on the idea of Flash and, and Ian.
1: Well, and it's also what hampers his opinion of their relationship, too. That's is true. He knows That's that true. it was really, really difficult for his ex-wife to deal with because she came from, like, kind of a lower-class situation and a different yeah. uh, religious thing, and, you know. It, he mm-hmm. he just kind of wants him to go into this with his eyes open really mm-hmm. so then it's that night that they get into the hot tub because ian goes skiing all day and he's very yeah. sore and so he well, gets, and, they um, get into the hot tub
0: and what's or nuts has been welding all day on this <sighs> new project that yeah. she was super
1: inspired by
0: and so she's also really sore and so they get into the hot tub and it's a really great scene uh-huh. Um, where they just hash out all of their insecurities and issues, they get real honest about what they want from each other and what they want out of the future. um it's <laughs> <laughs> are you laughing at my? Sweets? <laughs> yeah, it was really cute <laughs> um it's really it's really honest, it's really light, it's really forthright it's really sexy. it's a great great scene of just like. Putting your cards in the table and hoping the other person will be on the same page. And actually, I also really liked later on the way that they framed going going condomless. Because up until this point, they've been using condoms. And he asks her if he can penetrate her without one on. And she is really confused by that. She's like, I don't really know like what the point, I guess, would be. And he says, you know, I want I want absolutely nothing to be in between us in every facet of our relationship. And to me, it is a signal that we are really, really serious um, and that we're totally monogamous and that we're, you know, in it for the long haul kind of thing. And I mean, I guess if, if you're going to ask to go without a condom on romp number three, Mm-hmm. That's a good way to frame it.
1: <laughs> like, I mean, they do talk about how they both got tested. They do. right after the first time that they had sex because they, they did had. Well, I don't. I don't know if they wore condoms the first time. I assume so, but they right. had both recently been tested and blah 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 blah.
0: Although, quick, uh, quick break here. Quick sexual health. Uh, oh, jeez, Melody, you should not only get tested right after an encounter. You should also wait. Uh, six weeks, because that's the incubation period for a lot of diseases, including but not limited to HIV. So getting tested right after your sexual encounter and then not for the next six months is actually not very helpful. But I like that their heads were in the right place. (laughs) Also, everybody should be getting tested every six months, no matter if you're monogamous or not. Okay,
1: thanks. Sure. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, you should do it. you fucking should do it i'm sorry i didn't mean to say sure in such a snarky way i you, i was more saying sure about your like um after school special interlude i can't help it i know I you can't i was know. a sexual health
0: educator and it is a reaction that and frankly not enough people talk about that <laughs> shit so here we go
1: everyone <laughs> All right. Okay. So also during this time we get like a little flashback to the first time they met, which is yes. my favorite. Where Super he cute. goes up to everybody when he takes over the company. He goes up to everybody and meets everyone individually. And so he goes up to her and says, "So you're the famous Flash Redding. Dad calls you the Lady Welder. Nice to finally put I'm a sorry. face dad calls you his lady welder his lady welder nice which was a little weird to me yeah whatever but that's fine put a face with a legend and it says she she'd been so flustered by his handsome face his bright and genuine smile his height and the width of his shoulders that his perfectly tailored suit accentuated so well that when she finally opened her mouth to speak well it wasn't good (laughs) lady welder is my porn name she said in reply her very first sentence of greeting to the new boss, and it was a stupid, dirty joke. She braced herself to get fired on the spot or at least sent to HR for a talking to. Of all the stupid, crass things to say, weird, Ian had said, Lady Welder is my porn name, too. One of us is going to have to change our name, if our and our fans are going to be very confused and disappointed. <laughs> so I thought that was... Um it's so cute. Very cute. Okay. Okay, so
0: they decide to be together sort of for Evsies. Yeah,
1: they're girlfriend, boyfriend. They love each other. Uh after the hot time. Well, they tubs. haven't said
0: that yet. But... They don't Oh no. She yeah, they says do. Yeah.
1: She says that
0: she loves him. And right. she was like, You're right, I don't want anything between us, so I should just let you know I'm totally in love with you. You don't have to say anything in return. You just need to know that that's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm in love with you. So why not? Because don't you...
1: Mrs. Scheinberg told her to. <laughs> Yes, That's yep. friends. Mm-hmm. Um. Then they have after hot tub sex, and is this the night she takes him on the hike? I think she does. Yes. Yeah. Sure. I'm sorry. I promised you I was going to have a handle on this plot. Like clearly, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh clearly don't um, no I think it is the same night this is yeah. a very
0: whirlwind romance But well she... because earlier she was like I don't want to be your friend I don't want to go on like long walks with you in the fucking wilderness I don't want to do all these things hold your that's hand
1: that... in the winter wonderland of Oregon that's right yeah. Yeah. Um, so she takes him out on a little night hike and holds his hand and they go look at the moon and the snow in the night and this is where Gorgeous. He says that um, she should move in with him.
0: Yes. He's like, I am so into this, uh, and I really want you to move in with him. And I love this about Flash. Uh, she goes, Ooh, I can't. Because you know what? I wouldn't be able to afford half of the rent on this place if we were renting it. So I can't move in with you. And Here's on the, the one thing. hand,
1: I know. Here's the I thing. Know. Yay for Flash or whatever. Um, but here's another here's another part where Flash kind of lost me a little bit. Yeah. Because I feel like either you're comfortable dating a multimillionaire or you're not. You know, like, it's not – you're not going to be able to go halvesies on everything with this guy. Right. And if he's asking you to move in and offering you to move in, you don't have to necessarily pay half the rent to be able right. to do that and be able to respect yourself. Like, you can move in with him and still keep – your financial integrity and not let him buy you every Lamborghini in the world or you know basically don't let him 50 shades of gray hue. <laughs> but like she can still live there rent-free and maintain her integrity as long as she has enough well, money either, to leave herself if she needs to
0: yes either that or she could have offered to pay him the same amount of rent that she's paying at her current apartment sure because you know that that would be fine like wanting to wanting to be a you know productive
1: member of the partnership or
0: you know not everything has to be 50 50 for it to be equal
1: right and because she's not gonna get there she's in a welder slash artist like it's never gonna happen you can't you can't restrict yourself to only dating people in your financial bracket you know Unless you just do that. Yeah, unless that is. she's not doing that. Right, (laughs) right. It's like either she's cool with it or she's not. She can't be, like, cool with it, but also this. That's how I kind of felt about the whole thing. I also
0: read it as kind of a a way for her to pump the brakes a tiny bit, Mm -hmm. even though she doesn't want to. um, Because her whole thing is, once a piece of my art sells, then I can move in with you because, you know, the profits would be able to keep me in – in half the mortgage for like a year. Right. And that's another thing that um kinda of threw me a little bit because if you are gonna take that um take that tack, y- you should probably be asking about specific numbers. You know what I mean? Right. Like you can't ballpark the mortgage on a Swiss fucking chalet. You don't know what the down payment was. Like, I don't want to get into it. But, like, I liked the, the idea. But the fact that she was being so specific without being specific at all was also a little weird for me. But that's yeah.
1: fine. Yeah, I agree with that. I, yeah. So her art sells like for 20 grand a sculpture, I guess. Yeah. Um, So she's going to wait until her sculpture sells of his mother or any of her other sculptures that are up at the gallery before she moves in with him. And he says this is okay, but at the same time starts doing this bullshit where he's like... Move in with me. Move in with me. Move in with me yeah. anyway. Like I've accepted your terms, but still, like, don't you want to move in with me? Which is bullshit. And if the <laughs> next thing that happens hadn't happened, I would have been like, this is this guy's manipulative. I would I would have been on board right. for walking away from this guy because you either accept her terms or you don't. You don't keep right. poking at her and saying, hey, if you really love me, you'd move in with me because that's manipulative and that's bullshit. But he does it probably five times before her art yeah. sells. It's Something it's a like little that. rough. Um, okay,
0: I don't know. I just saw him as like like this over exuberant puppy every yeah, time it's he true. Did it. And so I forgave him a little bit more than I think I normally would. But yeah.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, he's he's an enthusiastic puppy, but, like, so was the guy on her Halloween treat who was, like, you know, I'm in love with you and I want you to stay in Oregon. And it's still manipulative. Like, I if, it is. if she says, I don't want to move in with you until my art sells, you just got to take that. You can't keep yeah. poking her about it. It's only, here's the thing. She does this this night. The next time they see each other, her art sells. And he manages to be, like, you sure? You sure? You sure? You sure? Like, right. five times in between, right. which is not okay. So they send each other some sexy texts after that night. And so he's like real excited to do some bondage stuff with her because I think she's mentioned something like that. So he decides she's to go over. Uh,
0: yeah. She, at one point she asked if he had handcuffs in his side drawer. Right. And he was like, should I? And she was like, well, I'm just thinking of uh, Hanukkah gifts. <laughs> and then this time um, they talk about going up to the same hotel that Joey and Chris were yep. had sex at. And um, she talks about him tying her up to the bed. And so he's like, oh, this is amazing. Let's do things like that.
1: All right. So she sent him some like tie me up sort of things. And um, so he goes over to his or her house and brings her some flowers. And he's ready to like go to pound town. And then Ms. Scheinberg is there and she needs a light bulb switched. So she spends some time with him.
0: And it's really cute because they meet for the first time and, and you know, Ms. Scheinberg sort of gives her seal of approval. Mm-hmm. On, yeah, uh, it's nice.
1: Oh, so there is a big Christmas party coming up. There had been another office party that was very fancy that Flash yes. tried to go to in a vintage... Givenchy? Yes. Gown that um, Mrs. Scheinberg had worn in, like, I don't know, the 50s? With, like, gloves and her hair all done up. And she was basically asked to leave this party uh, pretty woman style where it was, like, only ladies need need be at this party. Go back to your pole. And she was, like, I work here. I work at the construction company. And they were, like, go fuck off. Because uh, right. she's got, like, pin-up girl tattoos all over her and she didn't look... She was in a really sexy dress, pretty dress, but she didn't She didn't, she didn't look, look
0: quote-unquote, classy enough. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, um...
0: So now they're... They're looking forward to the Asher. Christmas party. Christmas party. Which P. S. sounds like another one of my actual nightmares. Like (laughs) white people with too much money get dressed up in tuxedos and high heels for no fucking reason. It's what I live for. I'm sorry.
1: I was like, I was like, ooh, a fancy Christmas party at the end of this. Can't wait. So she's gonna wear her sexy red dress again. And then uh, Ian decides he's going to buy this dress for thousands of dollars off of Mrs. Scheinberg to give to Flash so that she can have As this red Christmas dress. As a Christmas present. Yeah. So Mrs. Scheinberg sees Flash and she's like, hey, by the way, um, he's going to buy you something for Christmas and you should accept it. Well, this is
0: after Mrs. Scheinberg goes up and checks on them because they have been having such good sex right. that she's worried that, she, that somebody might be also getting murdered a tiny
1: bit. <laughs> right. Um, okay, so... Also, when they had the conversation about her saying saying she had to sell some of her art, she also said, hey, Ian, you can't, like, cheat the system here and just buy some of my art. Like, that's not yes. in the equation here. Like, I have to actually sell it because otherwise you're just buying me off, and that's, that's like, the thing that I don't want. So, yeah, and if um, you do,
0: I will leave you and I will never see you again.
1: Yeah. So they have some great uh, bondage sex in her apartment where he ties her to the bed even though she doesn't have a headboard, so he has to tie her to the bed, like, feet. Bed feet? Is that a thing?
0: No. Yay, the legs of the bed. Legs! And, um... (laughs) Close, close. She's a little bit north. Um... But they also do some, some really sexy construction talk about um, oh, yeah. putting Wait. brackets in above her bed. Yes. And I was there for it. <laughs>
1: it was all about it. It was so <laughs> funny. He was talking about putting brackets in so that he would be able to tie her to the bed, even though she didn't have a headboard. And she said that it would damage her uh, drywall. And then he's like, well, what I could do is put some 2 by 4s on there. Like, it was just great. And they were like, oh, yeah, the, the way to do that, it was... It was just spot it was on. sexy good construction stuff. talk. Yeah, it was good. I was into it.
0: And then we then we basically fast forward. Oh, well, and then she gets a call that yes. one of the pieces of her art has sold and mm-hmm. she's so excited and he's like, "Wait, but are you sure cuz this doesn't mean that you have to move in with me. I know that you said that, but if you've changed your mind, like that's okay too." And and she's like, "No, we're doing it. Let's do the thing. It's great." And then I guess we fast forward to the Christmas party, right? Yeah, I think so. She gets all dressed up and meets him there because he's got set up work to do for his dad. Mrs.
1: Scheinberg does her hair and makeup all in yeah, like it's so
0: cute. Pin like, up 1950s girl style. Glam. Yeah. So good. And his
1: family's really cool to her. Like n- he nothing. also threatened
0: them within an inch of their lives before she got there. Because he right. was like, She's the one. I am into it and you will behave yourselves and you will make her feel like part of the family. And I think that would have happened anyway. Yeah. But yeah, they have a they have a really lovely time at the party and then while his dad is giving a speech about going to like running for the US Congress, he's like, "Hey, go upstairs cuz I'll I'll tell you about the Christmas gift that I got for you. Like go into my bedroom." His childhood bedroom. Yes. And they're going to bone so... up there too.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> additionally.
0: It's on like Donkey Kong. Yeah. And so she goes up, she sneaks up and walks into his bedroom and is confronted with the uh, sculpture that she did, which
1: was inspired by his mother. And she is pissed, rightfully so, because she believes that he has bought her the sculpture for Christmas. And this means she has enough money to move in with him. And she explicitly told him, do not do this. This is manipulative. And here it is. And he's bought it for her. And I was very Loved angry. It. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, and she just she just fucks off. She's she like, yeah, I'm she's not saying goodbye. Well, I'm, I'm never going to see him scene. again. I'm just never ever going to be in the same room with him again. And, and that
1: was the right decision.
0: It was. It absolutely was. She told him this is my line in the sand, and she believed that he had trampled all over it. Right. So she gets in her truck and drives away. He then goes up to follow her up to the – and, you know, go to Poundtown up in his childhood bedroom because he's never done that before. Walks in, sees the sculpture, and is like – sort of doesn't know what to do with himself. Then his dad – He's never seen it
1: before.
0: Yeah, he'd never seen it. So then his dad comes up right behind him, and he's like, hey, uh, I was going to surprise you and Flash with this later, but I was – you know, you told me to go check out Flash's artwork – I was incredibly impressed. This moved me to tears. Like I needed to leave the room because it's this because... it's this gorgeous um, it's this gorgeous female silhouette done in ivy vines, and then on a leaf, right where the heart would be, it says Ian on it. Um, and later on, can I just tell you, so this book <laughs> hit know. me in my sexy place. It hit me. <laughs> in my like feminist place and then it hit me in my mommy place. Oh no. Because in their later their later conversation where um he says my dad saw my name on um the leaf in the heart. She goes, "Well, I figured that was appropriate since I know that your name was written on her heart and I'm going to like I'm crying right now. <laughs> I actually cried mommy
1: tears. <laughs> You had a week, huh? At that... Yes! <laughs> oh, Mel. No. No.
0: So, um, yeah. So, anyway, actually, his I'm dad... I'm getting ahead of us, though. Yeah, his
1: dad purchased it because he wanted to keep that sculpture in the family because he loved his mom so much. And then he... You actually are... You need to, you need to get it together, Mel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, Tales of Family Redemption just hit me in all the places clearly
1: something michael i learned about you on this podcast journey yeah
0: yeah seriously something michael always makes fun of me about um is like when something happens with kids on shows or like if a, a particularly personified like cartoon animal does something that's similar to my son i'll just sit there and go oh ember <laughs> <laughs> michael's like
1: get your shit together this is ridiculous." <laughs>
0: Anyway, we all have so buttons. They,
1: I cried at the end of 13 going on 30. It was very embarrassing. Oh, uh, Everybody has a button.
0: It's true. I can't, I'm time
1: not going no, to
0: mock you for your button. So,
1: <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, so he bought it. He wanted to keep it in the family because he actually loved his mother very much and he talks to him now about his um his grandparents on that side and stuff it's very beautiful it's great mm-hmm. so then he goes to mrs scheinberg and says okay well because he
0: realizes like the the it clicks in his brain and he's like if she's not here
1: oh fuck she thinks i, I bought told it. her
0: yeah so it. he goes to Mrs. Scheinberg's he he bangs on her door and she's not there, goes down to Mrs. Scheinberg's uh house and he's like, Where is she? And and she's like, Did somebody fuck with my girl at another one of your fancy schmancy Christmas parties? And yeah. he's like, No. No.
1: Oh, and Mrs. Scheinberg also told him at some point that she's gonna move in with her son. So don't worry if Veronica Flash Redding moves in with Ian, Scheinberg's gonna be fine. Just that, yeah, that even was if I don't know very worried of mine yeah <laughs> she's gonna go Even, there isn't a suicide pack <laughs> all right so uh she says she's probably in a workshop he goes to a workshop and she's all like fuck off he tells her about she's in her work clothes yeah. because she's been she's been hate welding <laughs> <laughs> he loves her in those work clothes oh uh, boy does he ever and so anyway,
0: they clear up their misunderstanding. Yeah, and by she's getting like, it oh, against a wall. God. Yeah, and then there is excellent wall sex. Yeah,
1: he, she's like bruising her back against the like rough wall, and she doesn't even mm. care because like the harder he gives it to her, the harder she wants it. It's good stuff. It's, it's real good stuff.
0: It's, it's really good. And so then they they put her back in her dress and go back to the party, and this is where everything gets tied up in a lovely little bow mm-hmm. because there is a. Um, oh, his father has told him that he needs to bring her back because the father also has a Christmas present for her. And she shows up. there about to go upstairs and she's confronted by his father and this incredibly important and famous art collector and gallery owner. And they have this really cute exchange. Although this was when I was like, Flash, you're a bit much. Yeah. Like, get Just- your shit together. Yeah stop it stop stop biting the hand that fucking feeds you because every time this woman's like i want to showcase your art she's like mm, yeah, the connection is through my boyfriend and so uh you, you only didn't find me organically yeah.
1: you only like me because my boyfriend's dad liked it and she did find her organically because the gallery that her art was in sent out photographs to all the other galleries And this woman saw the photographs, but by the time she managed to get around to looking at it, it was already sold. So then she went to Ian's dad's house to look at the art and decided to put it in her gallery. So Mm -hmm. there you go.
0: And can I just say, um, Miss Reese, uh -uh, Tiffany... If you're listening, she's, um, she's not. I, I would. I it. would like to make a tiny request. If you have time, if you if you just want to percolate it, <laughs> you know, in your brain, and you want to just create, maybe even just a short story, starring this gallery owner as the heroine. Oh yeah, I would be so fucking into it. I can't. This woman does not suffer fools. No. It is delicious. Yeah. Ian's dad is like,
1: you want to have dinner? And she's like, maybe if you get elected to Congress.
0: (laughs) Yeah. If you're no longer a state senator, (laughs) you podunk fuck. (laughs) Oh, I would like to read a book or a short story just based on her. Yeah. Um, Agreed. So, okay. Um, yeah. And then they live happily ever after I'm assuming, and they have Mm -hmm. punk rock kids Mm -hmm. and it's adorable. Um, there's a really cute through line through this where um, she keeps on saying, made you look. Uh, mm-hmm. And it makes me really happy. Just like they're playful. They're playful, way with each other. I don't know if I would be into living in a chalet up in the mountains, 30 miles away from everything else. Uh, that's because but... you're fucking
1: wrong. <laughs> you are wrong. Fair. Fair. Uh, says the woman, uh, thousands of miles away from you.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, once again, I... Th- Thoroughly enjoyed this book. Yes, um, I liked that, especially for a brand like Harlequin Blaze. It did a little bit more, like a, a the tiniest amount of kink play. This author is known for that in other works. Um, so, if you are into this, yeah, um, like, tiny bit of of kink um check out her other stuff. Um I'm actually planning on reading it myself and and we'll probably feature it at some point sure. um, on the podcast. Yeah, she has we got... a, a new book out just this past week oh. called um Michael's Wings.
1: So we uh we got emails about like if you liked her Halloween treat, you'll mm-hmm. love. So yeah, so um yeah, check out her other stuff. Oh, I have one more question for you. Okay. There's one more fuck Mary kill I think we have to do since we did these three, so Uh Chris, the boys, Eric, Ian, fuck Mary kill,
0: Chris, Eric, Ian. Okay, I am I am going to fuck Ian, kill Chris, marry Eric. That's what I'm gonna do. (laughs)
1: Uh huh. Yep. I'm gonna That's marry under. Eric as well. But I'm gonna <gasps> fuck Chris and kill Ian, I think.
0: Ooh, you're into the little girl shit? Nah, man. Can't <laughs> get there. He was like, into
1: the little girl there. shit. He just said it one time. Oh, I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is killworthy for me. Thank you very
0: much. <laughs> uh,
1: okay. All right. Do you have a kill-worthy. lady love? do you have a lady love this week
0: okay so my lady love is admittedly just as ridiculous as the rest of my being this week and just in the cold in general can i tell you what i googled today (laughs) okay so (laughs) all right here's my lady love actually it's a self-love because i think that it's important for all genders to do this let it's cold, guys, in a lot of regions, and that means that you wear a lot of layers. And so my self-love recommendation for this week is let your parts air out as much as you can. What the- <laughs> Mucus membranes need oxygen, and so... What are you... <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just saying... <laughs> so here's... <laughs> Here, <laughs> I can't (laughs) breathe. I can't breathe. So
1: here's... (laughs) Uh, Is this followed by a story? Yeah. God, you (laughs) weird, weird woman. What? What?
0: Okay, it's not a story. It's just normally... I don't sleep with very many clothes on because it's important for things to get air. And so the problem that I have in the wintertime is that I'm so fucking cold that I want to wear 17 layers. But then you get, you know, it's not <laughs> good in, in your lady region or your man region probably either. And so what I Googled, <laughs> what I <laughs> Okay, Uh, here's my second problem. (laughs) I don't know how I'm going to edit this.
1: You're not. We're going straight through.
0: (laughs) My second problem (laughs) is that... I don't like traditional pajama pants because I hate the feeling of the of the pants, like, riding up at night. It drives me fucking
1: bonkers. Riding up their so, pants? I don't understand.
0: No, no, no. Like, when they've got the loose bottoms, there's nothing holding them to the oh, bottom, like to your okay. ankle. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And so I'll wake up in the middle of the night, and they're just around my goddamn knee, and they're all bunched, and it's <laughs> uncomfortable, and I hate it. Uh-huh. And so today, I can neither confirm nor deny that I Googled... <laughs> Like, I googled. Don't worry. Crotchless leggings. No. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out that most people wear crotchless things for sexy times. <laughs> 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 I am not one of those people. And so... <coughs> What I wanted was the perfect balance. (laughs) Why do not you just wear
1: thigh-high socks, you weird, weird person?
0: I have really, I have surprisingly thick thighs. And so they roll down. (laughs) Like, I'd have to wear a garter belt to bed. And that's not comfy. Anyway, moral of the story is, um, I think that... Uh, mucous membranes need oxygen, and so I can neither confirm nor deny that I might be on a quest to make myself the perfect pair <laughs> of uh, sleep leggings for this winter. I have a sewing machine, I have the wherewithal. You just need scissors. You
1: just need all you need is scissors. Yeah, that's maybe. Yeah, all right. <laughs> all right, Mel. <laughs> uh (laughs) so you know what yeah health of all sorts is incredibly important i mean don't worry no one's listening anymore like our most (laughs) devout listener whoever she is has been like you know what i'm done here (laughs) this is just for us now so let's just let's just chat about whatever um no, I. mine was, I. you brought it up at the beginning, though. I was just going to say, if there's something about you that you find to be, like, that bothers you. Like, no one cared that I didn't have eyebrows. No one even noticed that I didn't have eyebrows. But this is mm. something that has been bothering me since I was in high school, where people did comment on my eyebrows. But no one does now that I'm in my 30s. It's not a thing Everyone I know was just like, what now? Oh I guess you don't, but it's not a big deal. But if you have something you want to fix that's just for you, go fix it. That's not a big you know, just do it. It's not it's not gonna hurt anybody. I've noticed yeah, like, that you're you're holding like having
0: leggings. Stop stomach. it. I can't
1: I cannot believe
0: <laughs> Go fix it for yourself.
1: You're right. Yeah. Be enterprising. The thing that bothers me. Cut the crotch out of your leggings, cut <laughs> two eyebrows on your face.
0: This went to a place. And listener, I'm only kind of sorry because I stand by every word I've said. <laughs> but I understand if you don't know me well enough to have heard all of that. Yeah. And I can almost
1: promise it won't happen again <laughs> if you come back. <laughs> Please come back. <laughs> all right. Keep being a badass and... Love yourself as much as you love being tied to bed feet. <laughs>
0: yes. Okay. <laughs> Good. I love that.
1: All right. Well, bye, Mel. I hope that you're wearing pants, <laughs> and you were wearing pants this whole podcast. I, I was. Good. I was. Two I pairs know now of pants. How much you want Let's to review. air out?
0: I was wearing two pairs of pants. Allegedly. Oh, this podcast. Now I feel like Oy. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lylas! Okay, back to the show.